Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that. All right. Well, Joseph, it is March 2nd, Wednesday. Uh, I only have a couple more days left in Texas. Yeah, deep in the um, heart of Texas. Yeah, well, we're not really deep in sure. the heart where we live. We're like the shoulder blades. Sure. <laughs> North, northern shoulder blade of Texas. One hour away from Windstar Casino. Yes, yeah. One hour. They they have ads for it. When you're driving home from Dallas, the downtown Dallas, and you're driving home on 35, yep. you'll see a billboards for Windstar and say, hey, just down the road for another 100 miles. It'll be, yeah. it'll be here. I see ads for that and um, ads for gentlemen's clubs. And they all have weird, they're all, they have like two words that they threw in like some sort of auto word generator. Like one, I think it's called like peppermint brino or something. And then there's another one called like, you know. I have no, I've never been to any of these. Tropical Buick or so, you know, like they all have like these two words that don't exactly go together, but. Slutty bitches with a very (laughs) over the top. I mean, that was a little too on the nose. Exactly. That, that, they, yeah. Um, yeah, so as a result, well, we, you know, Oklahoma and uh, and Texas have two things that makes the them people cross the border a lot. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Oklahoma has gambling. Okay. And Texas has strip clubs. Oh, there's no strip clubs in Oklahoma. Supposedly not. Huh. Yeah, I could be wrong, but supposedly no strip clubs in Oklahoma, but in uh, or not what maybe they're not. I don't know. This seems like kind of a a you Reese's moment, you know, where like one state has the chocolate and the other has the peanut butter. Right, but the, 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 the same kind of person should is probably like shit, you know. True. Either way, they're gonna lose their money. Yeah, it's just like it's like uh, <laughs> gambling problems. Driving by, waving high past guys naked in uh, overcoats yeah. or three kids in an overcoat waving <laughs> you know sleeping for that strip club such three a depressing scene stacking on top of each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> well as as a result of this we are not doing a show next week um and, and i'm probably... not sure if i could do the one after we'll yeah. see yeah yeah no, that... yeah that... on, um definitely not next week Right. So uh, Joseph's going to make a six-hour compilation of greatest moment, a blooper reel. It's all the which is the entire podcast. Is I'm just going to pick a random episode. Yeah. Just gonna be- <laughs> this is our just just farting into the mic. <laughs> um, and maybe I'll, we'll be back. Yeah. For March, so not March 9th. Right. Would be March 16th. Yeah. I do math. Yeah. We'll see. So you might have to get your fix from uh you are going about that right. with our uh our nemesis. You know, yeah. we're, we're still going about that, and these no good jerks that mm-hmm. started a, a thing called you are going about that 
They, uh, they're like, no, we see we're, it's like the McDowell's McDonald's thing. Yeah. On uh, coming to America, McDowell's. Oh, yeah, yeah. That? Yeah. That's like what this is. And like, they, they try to explain it. It's like, you say, yeah, like, you know, you still are still going on about that, but we're, you are going on about that. And it's yeah. two totally different things. Big and, difference. Oh, they're also MAGA chuds too. (laughs) The whole show is in verse. It's like a bizarro. They talk, they also talk backwards. It's weird. Right. It's it's, it's all it's like the red room in Twin Peaks. It's like yeah, yeah. That one that it's hosted by the arm (laughs) and the I don't know who else. What are the names? Uh I remember the arm. Um there's a a guy with no arm. arm. Uh, So wait, so that guy was missing an arm. That little dancing man was his was his arm. Like yeah, there was some. I I wish I I looked it up because it was actually interesting. It was like yeah, and there's some backstory. Like in in the return, the the later one, they talked about like how that came to be. It was like a demon who lost his arm and then he became good, uh, or something to that effect. So, and then the, the arm was turned into like a weird tree with like a meat piece of meat in the middle. Yeah, like I'm the arm. Yeah, God, yeah. that's crazy. You know what's crazy too about that show is like how it's insane how some things are so iconic from those early from those first seasons. Mm-hmm. Like the the dancing dwarf guy, the arm, yep. he's only in like one or two episodes. Oh together. yeah, but like he's so it's like crazy how that became so memorable back then. Yeah, he's not like a recurring character. He shows no. up in like. I swear it's like two scenes at most. Yeah, I rewatched the original series and it was very like intentionally so. It was like real soapy and it was only like deep into the season did you get into that real weird stuff, you know? I yeah. mean it, it wasn't there's was a it was a lot more normal of a show than a lot of us probably remember, you know. And then, uh, uh, what's her face too dancing. Oh, yeah, Audrey. Uh yeah, it was only one scene the first season. Yep, it was only one scene. Um, it's crazy how that yeah. some of those things become iconic, you know? Yeah. Well, it's weird. Like, you look at the, you, there's the show as it was, and then there's the show as people talked about it. That was like one of the first big shows for me, at least, where people would talk about it and kind of like add it's content like, uh, or. You know what our generation's uh, arm or uh, dancing or uh, Audrey dancing is? What? Overfed in a back pocket thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about the, the bat, it's flashbacks. We're doing his little uh, vroom vroom motion on the speeder bike. Like a banda. <laughs> Did you see the song people made? They made a video out of the whole thing. Oh, like a, yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like all edited. Yeah. I always yeah. thought when I saw that it would work well with, remember that song? I forget who it was, the Bollocks Boys, I think. That, um, <laughs> Harley David, son of a bitch. Do you remember that song? It was like a dance. Oh. Um, that was a great song. Um, it was a, you know, this is weird. The, you know, the actress Charlotte Gainsbourg, she's in a few movies. I think she was in, um, uh, who's that real weird director that everyone says is always uh, misogynistic? And he did like Antichrist. All of them. <laughs> yeah, Antichrist was one of his. And oh, um, I don't know that. I know. I don't know the guy's name. I never yeah. saw that. Movie. Well, her dad wrote like a French folk song called Harley David, Son of a Bitch, and this British punk band redid it as like a dance song. Oh, anyway, <laughs> you don't remember that? It was like Harley David, Son of a Bitch. It was like I don't Jane. Know. Yeah. I think if I heard it, I mean, 
Sing the whole song. Maybe I'll figure it out. No, I will not. I, will not. <laughs> I tried. I tried. That was my little trick. Yeah, sing the whole thing for me. That was a great uh, one. Do a Weird Al parody of it. No, so, I, I could not. It was a Weird Al parody itself. My, so one day, my son, uh, this is when he was like six or seven or whatever, we were in the car, and like Journey came on or whatever. <laughs> uh, was it Journey? No, what was it? Uh, something. I don't even know what the hell the song was. I don't even know remember what the band was, but it was yeah. something. And I just changed the lyrics to like barbecue or whatever. And, <laughs> and everyone's like, Leon and Roger were cracking up. Like it was like, so stupid they came out. Yeah, yeah. And like I basically made a weird Alice song out of song. And nice. but then after that, my son demanded on demand <laughs> weird Al parodies of every song that played on the radio, regardless of if I knew what the fucking song was to begin with. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of, you're expecting a lot from me here. You know, all I did was say uh, something about, uh, you know, barbecue or whatever. And now you're expecting me to like do a fresh Weird Al parody of every song you hear on the radio. And I'm like, what's my incentive? First, (laughs) First First one's easy. You know, it's, yeah, it's, first line was a joke, and all I said was two lines. I didn't come up with all the lyrics <laughs> and down. It was literally just, uh, <laughs> and then he just demanded that after, and I had to explain him, no, yeah. this is a lot of work. More than, <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate on driving. I know, right? Like, you know, I don't want to run speed, you know, run a light. And I have to explain to the cop how my son right. demands. <laughs> On the spot, Weird Al, uh, weird, my Weird Al version of a song. Right, right. Did you see they're making a movie about Weird Al? Yeah, who is starring as Weird yeah, Al? Radcliffe, uh, the Harry Potter guy. He's that's right, yeah. Like, I'm sure it'll be great as him, but that's the last guy in the world I would ever think would play Weird Al. For one, he's like, I swear he's like five and I don't know how tall Weird Al is. I don't think he's that tall, but like Dino Radcliffe is really short. Yeah. And then on top of it, he has like kind of like a round square head and like Weird Alice got like a very long face. Like I could see him doing fine as a Yeah, I'm Weird sure Al. I'll be fine. It's uh it'd be funny if the game weird prosthetics though it's like stretch yeah. his face and it just looks bizarre. Uh <laughs> It's like, uh, did you ever see the Queen movie? Yeah, we talked about that. Like, yeah, we it was about, such a yeah, weird We did an decision. episode about Queen and, and the Dirt. It was in one episode. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things we brought up was like, once they gave Rami Malek the mustache, it didn't look that bad. But like in the first scene when they showed him young Freddie Mercury and the teeth were sticking out, it just looks yeah. so corny. And like, it was like too much. Like, it was like, yeah. it, it was just like, hitting you over the head and it's like did they have to do that like we know he's playing him like yeah all you needed was the little mustache and the white t-shirt well, when he was younger he didn't have the mustache but mm, like he gave, like yeah they felt the need to give him like the two because i guess freddie mercury's two front teeth bucked a little bit but they made it so ridiculous it looks like they just literally shoved like 40 chiclets in his mouth and, told him <laughs> like, to and his lip curled up it yeah. was so goofy it was weird. Right. Wait, what the <laughs> fuck? Okay, so we're yeah. getting all the nonsense out of the way. Like I said, I'm uh, in the process of finishing up packing. Yeah. It's like never ends. I feel like we're never really done. No. I'm, around, I'm like, oh, I never took that clock down. I never put that thing down. 
You know, I had to rip all the copper out of the walls. You know, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> copper out of the walls. <laughs> Take all yeah. the knobs off the, the, oh, uh, the cabinets. Yeah, those, the were my, those were my grandmother's fixtures. <laughs> well, yeah, you do have your work cut out for you. Uh, I moved not that long ago, um, and it, it it is a great effort. So we'll have a couple weeks off, and then uh, we'll get back to it. Definitely one week off. We'll see. Maybe you, depending on what the setup is, if we have our stuff, if we're set up at all, depending on you know if we have internet, I have to make sure. Like, oh yeah, here, yeah. We were told like just go to the store and pick up the modem and just plug it in. That they have the wires already in the house. Um, well, presumably you need to arrange that with a provider right i mean they said that you don't even have to like yeah you just go there yeah get the box and just i mean because we're not getting a cable box or we're just getting an uh we're just getting ethernet yeah and they said that the house had set up already we don't need to get someone to come out there and um yeah all right so We'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretty easy. It sounds too easy. Hopefully, it sounds like a trap. Sounds like it a does sound like a trap. <laughs> sounds like, like you'll be inadvertently trap. running a Russian troll farm out of your. Well, I hope I hope not to do that. I just hope to be able to get yeah. in, internet going. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. So we're gonna have to make this episode super special. Yes. Which is, you know, because I think we already have. I think we, <laughs> we already have. Every episode is special. Uh, just like my dad says about me and my my brother and sister, we're all, <laughs> we're all special. Yeah, all yeah. of us. Uh, <laughs> he says that, and and uh, I don't think he means it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Par- well, parents are tough. tough. Well, I mean, he. I'm special. The other two, I know he's lying about. They're not special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes, that's why I only have one, so I can. Just make them the most special. Yeah, if you do it right the first time, there's no need to keep trying. That's what I right. say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I mean, I, they'll just think the world revolves around them, like only children usually yeah. do. Oof. Yeah, it is tough. Have fun with that. You know, they they sometimes don't develop things like empathy, like other kids do. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Yeah. Um, we, so we have an only you, child as well, and it's uh, yes. I've known some only children growing up, and my dad was an only child, so I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, you just gotta. That's why you gotta treat your kid like a younger sibling, so they experience. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I, always, <laughs> I, say, that. I always tell like like sometimes my kid will say something to like a friend, and I'm like. I don't know if that came out the way you meant it to come. You know what I mean? Like you, like if you had a brother or a sister, the brother or sister would be telling you to like not say that or whatever. Like it's, it is kind of weird. It's a different relationship, a friend and a sibling. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A sibling usually doesn't have a choice with where they live and everything. They usually yeah. share the same space. <laughs> and a friend has no... The, uh, doesn't have a family contract of any That's kind. True. Have you ever watched The Mighty Gemstone? Oh, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I watched almost all of the first season, and then something came up, and I never finished the first season. And I know the second season just uh, ended, right? It's so good. 
it, it was great it. when I watched it. All right, um, why don't you finish? Yeah, finish it and then watch the second season. Maybe we'll talk about that in the future. All right, yeah, the season was so good. It's such a great show. Yeah, I uh, forget yeah, where I left off, basically. I mean, oh, you know where I left off is they had a real, it was going along real well. And then they had a weird episode where they introduced Baby Billy. Is that the character? Oh, he's the best. Yeah. And, and remember, there's a weird one where he's like in a bathtub and he's got like a like a young wife who's. Yeah, a, yeah. He, he's great. That guy, his character is such a. Now, he's got a good arc in the second season, actually. I'll tell you, uh, I, I will watch that, but I've been watching Severance on Apple TV, which is really I don't have good. Apple TV, so I don't care. It's so well, you, you should, you'll get free Apple TV. Uh, yeah. I think they give you a year free or whatever whenever you buy a new Apple device. You know, you see that, but I've never gotten that offer. It's on your phone. It's in like the general. Well, it's uh, not. I mean, this phone. I guess if I get a new phone, I'll look into it. Yeah, but I'm not getting a new one right now. We'll see. Well, Severance is great. It's a Ben Stiller directs. It's uh, from what I heard, it, it's like basically a, a an experiment they do where people work from home, work and then they don't take home their work or something, and yeah, then it, vice it, versa. Yeah, basically, it splits your consciousness so that when you show up at work, you take the elevator down to the basement and you um, you you show up at work and you don't remember anything about your home life. And at work, you don't remember anything about your home life. And at home, you don't remember anything about your work life. And the so there's people, people go there, they don't know that they have like wife and kids or husband and kids or anything. They, like they have no idea. They know that they have an awareness that they have an outside life. But the weird part is they're in the work people, their entire consciousness is work. It's they never experience sleep or anything. They are at work for eight hours, and then like well, they their regular work, their their normal lives experience sleep, right? Experience the day and everything like that, and their relationship yeah. with family. But when they go to work for, it's only eight hours, or is it eight know, hours? Yeah, they, they basically are losing eight hours of their existence. Time. Yeah, and it's nice for the home people because they never experience work. They're always they have nothing but free time albeit limited you know but at work like they never they're never not working that version of them is working literally all the time how's they're that good for them man well the the lead character adam scott his yeah. wife died in a car accident and he's racked with grief and so he jumped at this chance because he figures his work version will never feel that way you know never feel it'll just yeah. be He'll have an eight-hour break from that pain every day, um, but as it as it turns out, I'm only they've only released three episodes. Uh, one guy kind of escaped from the process, had the process re reversed, and he said, "Like I used to see you come into work, and your eyes were red, like you'd been crying, and you never really got rid of that pain. You just felt it and didn't know what you were feeling." All day yeah, work. I feel like that's it's like not to say like oh work will help you forget your but sometimes like to have the like depending on the job and what you like it really good but like it could become like almost like an escape from yeah your, so to not being able to escape that 
I don't know, whatever. I, I'll have to check it out. It's a horrifying show. I mean, it's it's really well done. It seems interesting, but then you, you bring up the whole like the second person work persona that has no existence at work. That sounds interesting because it's like you're basically creating two people. Yeah. And the one person's existence is like almost like a slave in a way or some sort. Yeah. In whole life. And that's kind of so like. When they do this, are they like completely reborn? Or like they have no memory? Yeah, they wake. They the first episode shows it happening, and you wake up on a table, and a person is talking to you, and the the person always freaks out because they don't have any memory of having agreed but to do this. How do they this. retain their abilities to do the job? That part's kind of you. You just assume they can. Well, their job is real weird too. They, they someone said it's like if Stanley Kubrick directed The Office. <laughs> uh, and the job is basically you're looking I'm at chili. Well, you're, you're looking <laughs> at um, they're looking at a computer screen and they they separate numbers and they don't really. It's kind of mysterious. And Adam Scott's like trying to train this woman, and he's like, "You just some numbers are scary, and you you put them in a pile, you know." And it's yeah. a real kind of weird sci-fi job task. So it's not like you would need skills to do it. It's more like intuitive based. Um, but it's terrifying. And and like in the first episode, the the woman ah, is they, don't spoil anything. Well, the woman, this is in all the commercials too. The woman's like, well, how do I know I want to be here? You know, how do I know I don't hate this? And yeah. Adam Scott's like, well, every day you choose to come here, you know, every morning your other self wakes up and brings you here. And it's kind of like all these people that hate their job. It's like, well, why are you still at your job? You, you're free to not be here, but they still go, you know, and there's kind of, it's kind of like a weird. Do they, if they don't bring them there. Well, so these people only exist if the person shows up to work. Um, well, it's the same literal person. It's the same body, but yeah, that, that consciousness only snaps too. If, um, if someone brings them to, if that, if their other consciousness brings them to work and one day Adam Scott calls in sick and he had no idea that he called in sick because his person at work, his work person is always there, always awake, always working. But one day he just was working and then all of a sudden he's still working and everyone's like, Hey, you were out sick yesterday. He had no idea he was out sick yesterday. You know, so because they don't experience any break. No. So even though there's eight hours, but there's a 16 hour break between those eight hours, there is no, they don't experience. No. A, they feel rested and they feel like they, well, I mean, do they like realize that like, when it hits, do they realize there's an eight-hour mark that they pass, or they don't even know there's eight hours in a day? Um, there's a clock, and they go like they go to the elevator like at five o'clock or whatever, and but then immediately they're exiting the elevator at nine a.m. the next day. So they know they are leaving to go to the elevator. They are yeah, they there's a break. Yeah, but they don't experience it. But the guy who called in sick, and then he. That guy doesn't realize he lost a day, basically. Yeah. Do they develop relationships in the office? Yeah, it's funny. They, there's only four of them in the office. 
Uh, and every once in a while, they'll interact with other departments. Christopher Walken plays a department head from another department. Um, and they assume that they, uh, you know, they, they assume these relationships. And every once in a while, if they're really good, then HR will pull them aside and reveal things about their other self. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. it's a great show. Yeah, I mean, if I ever get Apple, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, I always know about Apple TV is this awful ad campaign there with John Hamm, where he's like, oh yeah, he's not on any of the shows or something. It's I weird, don't know. Weird, it's a weird. They don't, they don't have a ton of shows, but the ones they do have are really good. So. Tim Cook's uh, cook cooking <laughs> show is the Tim weird. Apple. Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Apple. Listen over here, Tim Apple. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is Bobby Geico Bobby. and John Walmart, Frank, Frank Chili's. <laughs> Frank Chili's. Bobby Applebee's. Well, Mickey McDonald's. This year we got a little more coherent. Harry Burger. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Tim Apple over here, everyone. I love these right wing. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about the State of the Union. Yes. We'll go through the list of what we were talking about. But I just love when the right wing goes after Biden for like either where he, like he slurs a word, they'll say, yeah. And I'm like, you are such hypocrites. Like Trump was in like incompetent. He couldn't, he couldn't deliver a speech to save a planet. Like, yeah. He couldn't do shit. Like, his speeches were so boring. He couldn't read off a teleprompter. He didn't know how to add like tone shifts or like he would just be like, and then. He, it was remarkable. He read I, like he read like a seven year, like an eight year old, like a. It, they were a always read eight year old. Well, what? it was always like when I taught. Every once in a while, you would get a kid uh, who clearly didn't do the reading but had some sort of pop culture reference to what was going on. And they would like speak extemporaneously about the subject. And that's all Trump did is like, he, he would like have a vague idea of what he's supposed to be talking about. And then he would go into some broad facts, some of them correct, some of them incorrect, but then it would veer off topic into something weird and personal, you know, and, and it would go on like that for 20 minutes. Well, that's um, what that guy from SNL does a really good job at, like new guy does Trump. Yeah. He nails that whole like just ADHD, like just run on sentences, train of thought, like he just. It's just so crazy. He'd get up. I, I still remember when he would get up there during the coronavirus briefings. And then like he would start out by reading some numbers and then he'd obviously get bored of it. And he'd start talking about how maybe we would look at like shining lights and people to like kill yeah, the virus. We, or, we and talked you're about like, that. What the fuck are you talking about? He didn't about? make that shit up. He did not make that shit up. That's all from that fucking, that's all from that alternative medicine. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. But it, it was clearly something he had read on like Reddit or something earlier that day. And I don't know. Anyway, anyway yeah. we are going to talk about the State of the Union and there's kind of a lot of subtopics with that. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the Russia-Ukraine stuff obviously, and yeah. how the Republicans have kind of been switching their uh, views on, on Russia. Um, we're talking a little bit about Texas 
investigations into trans uh, kids and yeah, they're really doing it. They're they're literally really doing it, and yeah. um, it's real. It's I'm telling little, you, man. If you have a you have a kid who's trans, get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, even if you I don't mean, have I mean, a kid with who's trans, well, I don't. But um, and we're getting the fuck out of here. But I, I'm just saying, saying, like, if you have, well, like, it it doesn't matter whether it's here or anywhere. It means like if if it's happening somewhere, then then any parent anywhere can call their local, you know, child protective services. You do it in Massachusetts or Oregon or California or wherever, and say like, hey, there's some child abuse going on. It's the idea that spreads. You know, oh, of course, of course. And, and like the idiots that say that because Marjorie Taylor Green said HIPAA rights, they all say it now. Yeah, and yeah. so it's it's the idea that yeah, obviously Texas is is weaponized a little more efficiently. Well, they actually have the mechanisms in place. That's what's scary. Yeah. Right? Well, These idiots can call Child Protective Services in Massachusetts or fucking anywhere else. It, it, they'll probably be like. No, they yeah. got to. I worked for uh, Florida's Department of Family Services. You got to go out and investigate it, mm. even if it's bullshit, you know, and then that, that's harmful in itself. No one no one wants to open the door. And there's a social worker sitting there and yeah. saying, hey, I need to come in and ask you questions about your kids genitals. That's like that's disgusting. Well, I mean, like, wait, so like in Massachusetts, if some idiot calls on somebody, even though they're not weaponized. They're not doing any of that in Massachusetts. Child Protective Services still has to go out there. If it's, it if they if some they've... idiot calls up Child Protective Services and says that their this family is turning their kids trans or whatever language they use, someone's gonna have to go out there and investigate, or they're gonna be like, yeah, I mean, it can't be like an anonymous call, like, hey you know, with a disguised voice and stuff like that and, and from a blocked number. I mean, but if someone files a report, someone's going to go investigate it. Really? Even yeah. in Massachusetts where it's like... Well, okay, let me, let me back up a little bit. I don't know specifically like what's going on in Massachusetts currently. I'm just saying from my experience, and I did social work in Massachusetts, not that kind of social work, uh, and down in Florida, that if someone calls and makes a report that's saying alleging stuff, you know, and it's the way they phrase it, it's not they're not going to they're going to be like they're mutilating the kids' channel. Yeah, they're they're going to make a report like that. They're well, not that just make... sounds uh, that doesn't that just sounds like something else. Yeah, well, which would be of course. Uh, well, I would if I was that person on that end, I'd be like, oh, can you explain more <laughs> and like what are you talking about exactly? <laughs> yeah, well. Anyway, we're going to talk about that, and that's been um, that's that's a real scary thing. I think that would be much larger news if it weren't for the Russia Ukraine stuff. Oh no, this um, is absolutely awful. I mean, it's not even. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Texas. This is such a weird story. This happened today. Uh, Texas Representative Van Taylor. Is he a Democrat or Republican? He's a Republican. He okay. basically won his primary. Yes, today or yesterday. Oh, okay. So he wait, did is he active or he's running? You know, he was he was he was a representative, has been for a while, won re-election yesterday. Yeah. And resigned today because they produced text messages of him having an affair with an ISIS bride. 
I was going to say, Republicans never resigned for shit. But I guess this, this is one of them. Uh, this just, one's bad. This one's so bad that I'm not. I, I texted you the text that he sent. Yeah, uh, but we'll go over that. In more yeah, detail. it's it's rough. I, it's it's a rough one. Um, and then we're going to finish up with Ron DeSantis, who. Uh, oh yeah, don't wear a mask around him. He'll cry. He gosh, he he is. Well, I'll, we'll talk about him at the you end. Know, we'll just get it out of the way because, like, DeSantis. It's not, yeah, we'll just talk about it now because, like, this, it's not much to it. So, Ron DeSantis, uh, governor of Florida, governor of Florida. Yep. He's also a, uh, a oozing bag of uh, feces left behind from someone that you. What do they call those? Ba- a colostomy bag. Colostomy. He looks a to me. Colostomy bag. He looks to me like like a poorly drawn. Ernie, <laughs> who combed his hair, like he he has, the, he has the physique of Ernie. Uh, he is. I hate to say it, the best way I could say this is if someone were to say draw someone simple, <laughs> I would draw Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis looks like the most uninteresting, miserable looking person. It doesn't seem like a lot going on there. I remember well, watching the debate between him and uh, I forgot the guy who ran Gillum. Uh, Andrew Gillum. Yeah. I was like, who is going to vote for this fucking lame ass? This guy, DeSantis, has no delivery. He's just saying the same shit that Trump says. Yep. He's, this man sucks. And he won. And then Fox News has been propping him up. He's been going, him and Abbott have been having a fucking dick contest or whatever yeah. pissing contest and who could be a bigger creep you know they have the don't say gay bill or something in florida i don't know if that went through or not did it go through it, well they're voting on it uh very very soon and it will go through all the republicans have said they're going to vote for it the democrats don't have the vote to stop it um it will go through uh yeah, Ron DeSantis. I remember when he first started running. I, I didn't really know much about him, but he ran this ad, yep. nonstop in Florida, where he was reading, yep, mm-hmm. reading books about Trump to his kid, and him and his kid were like building walls out of blocks, and and uh, it's it like it was so ugly. weird and creepy. It's like is it? It's like it was probably meant to be like tongue in cheek, but it wasn't. It's like it was gross. gross. And it's gross. And he he's just a shitty. He's a shitty person. He sounds like an asshole, but yep. the, the cherry on top of his assholeness was today. He gave, I mean, I could just play it. It's pretty short, but. It was so bizarre, but yeah, so, yeah play it. Well, what was the deal? He went to a thing, like. He, um, he went to some event at the University of South Florida uh, in Tampa. It was a state university. And there were some kids on the podium behind him wearing masks. I, I say yeah, kids. The kids they were young him. adults. All, they were the, like, all the students behind him wearing masks. Is that for the baby governor and his like assistant or whatever the fuck that guy was? Yeah. But uh, let me see if I can. Yeah, hold on. Let me get the sound up. Wear those masks. I mean, please take care of it. Honestly, it's not doing anything. We got to stop with this COVID theater. So if you want to wear it, fine. But this is this is ridiculous. All right. Well, it's good to be at USF. Okay. So he did say in the end, if you want to keep it on, it's fine or whatever. But it was like that's not. Yeah, that's. But but I mean, like, 
What the fuck, dude? Like, it's still a thing. COVID's still around. These kids want to be protected. They don't well, have, they're not going to get the, if they get COVID and they get really sick or they get their family sick, they're not going to get the governor treatment that he's going to get if he got COVID, which he did. He did get COVID a couple weeks, like a couple months ago when he disappeared for a bunch of weeks. Remember? The he big like, thing is if, if any, any adult said to a kid, hey, why don't you put a mask on? Ron DeSantis would have like, literally burst into tears and started yeah. stamping his feet i mean it's the, all the, the notion media would lose yeah. their shit the, the, the notion all these people like, yeah, tell my kid what to do. right the notion of like a government official telling another person what to do they that's what they've been bitching about for years and they they do it constantly but and it's so, like funny too because it's like wait you it doesn't do anything the mask, of course it does the mask does every <laughs> a well-fitted mask, especially like a KN95. If you wore one indoors and you're around other people that wear them too, your chances of getting COVID are very little. Well, and, and if this guy knows that. And it's like, who are you appealing to in this? You just yeah. it's like I wonder if he knew he was caught on tape saying that. Oh, he was going on the monitor. Yeah, but like, oh, I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, he may have had a lapel mic on, and maybe he didn't think it. Who knows? But it didn't. It sounded so petty and bitchy that I. This was not like, oh, I was caught on mic saying this. This is like something he wants out there. Could be. Thinks that this makes him look good. He Mm -hmm. in his MAGA world. He thinks this makes him have his resolve strong and that whole like in Florida, we don't care about like we don't let COVID decide our lives. You know, we just hide all the deaths. Yeah. <laughs> we don't well, we don't report any of the deaths, you know, but it's that whole bullshit. Like we don't let the virus decide what to do, the man-made virus from China. We don't we don't allow it to take over our lives here in Florida. You know, it's like the stupidest, it's just so dumb. He's well, that's it. And and Ron DeSantis is consistently dumb, dumb and awful. And he's really not, or he shouldn't be. This guy was uh, uh an attorney in the naval in the navy. He was one of those Jags, the you know, whatever. All the time, but yeah. He went to Yale and Harvard. He's like a real, ostensibly a very bright, worldly guy. Well, I guess he's playing the part of a jackass because he, that's. I think that's it. You I, know mean, what I mean, does he? They. I'm, this. Uh, this was like pretty. Like he definitely. He definitely wanted to be on camera and on the mic saying that the way it, yeah. it sounded. So first of all, it sounded very phony. It didn't sound genuine. It sounded. It had a very like contrivance to the whole thing. It didn't seem like, hey guys, you know, you don't have like if he was like. Hey guys, you know what? It's not necessary. You don't really have to wear the mask if you don't want. That's it. Yeah. And instead, it's this whole like the this. Let me list five grievances that we have about masks in front of you uh, before I go give this. I don't even know what the speech was about. But to me, I feel like that was premeditated. I don't think that. that I mean, yeah, like, no, that sounds more logical. Like it's just it's like that girl we talked about it last week. That guy. Who got the oh yeah the at the University approach. of North Texas yeah and she was putting out like basically hate against trans people 
and he was calling her out for it and she was videotaping him and he was very calm and relaxed and he's just yeah. like oh, you're a horrible person or whatever and she's like oh yeah i'm gonna share this with my phone and she, in her world she's like yeah you look bad here and it's like no he doesn't you look yeah. bad here same thing with Ron Santis in his mag world. He thinks that like him telling a bunch of young people off and calling them basically idiots for wearing a mask. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's just so irresponsible yeah. at this point. I mean, like it, it, it's 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 uh, it clearly appeals to the the lizard brains out there. It will it will it'll like we're we think it's awful. We think he's an asshole. But the people that like Ron DeSantis are like, yeah, yeah. go Ron. This is I'm speaking my language. It is weird. I, I as we were talking, I kind of looked up to to double check. I, I thought he had gone to Harvard and Yale, and he did. He won his- Harvard uh, strip mall. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> strip malls. Uh, better call Saul. He he won his election by thirty four thousand votes. Which is like Florida is a big state. That's not a huge nothing. That's not, and especially with some of the shenanigans going on. Yeah, we we talked about it. Gillum, if he put up a fight, who knows what could have happened? Yeah, if he had campaigned more vigorously towards the end, you know, I mean, he he probably would have. Santos is a milksop to me. Yeah, he is. There is nothing impressive about him. Like even like I despise Ted Cruz, but at least like Ted Cruz has like somewhat of a personality regardless yeah. Oh, yeah. of like regardless if you hate him or not i mean he's repulsive but he still has like a there's like a genuineness to his shittiness yeah and he's like, it just seems like he's trying so hard he's kind of leaned into that zodiac killer joke which is pretty funny um, yeah like you know like the problem with ted cruz is that he has the he has good orating skills yeah he has the ability, am i saying that right am i orating yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like performing or reading good. <laughs> he talked pretty. What? He talked pretty. No, you got fur now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, like he has, he you even if you hate him, you have to admit, yeah, he knows how to deliver a speech. He knows how to rob a crowd. He knows how to do all that stuff, and it comes up genuinely in his shittiness. To oh, me, this yeah. has none of that. Yeah, is no appeal. He's boring, and I don't get it. I don't see. I mean, like, yeah, if they run him against Biden, yeah, Biden's not the greatest. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think there's anything impressive about this man. And then watching no. this, it's just like, I mean, I'm appalled by it, but like, there's people for every me. There's like yeah. five assholes who are like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. kids today with their understanding <laughs> viruses and how how it killed their grandma there wasn't a ton of people defending DeSantis. there were some for sure but a, a mean, lot of people you, were just like yeah. you travel low in the circles that would defend them no no but i whenever i see something on twitter i usually try to, to go to like and like not an objective news source but like a big account that's that's like neutral ish you know like yeah. the local newspaper or whatever and um, even a lot of the chuds were kind of silent on the issue. They're just like, eh. you know, like it, it just came. They don't, they don't give a shit. But no, again, no. like I said, it doesn't doesn't make him sound good. Like, but he probably thought it would. 
he yeah. really would make he'd be like yeah this is awesome and it's like dude these are just kids and you know what like they probably don't have the same economic background you did you know they also don't have the best medicine in the world to help them if they get covid like if ron gets it yeah and um uh, you know they're used to it they don't care that's well, the whole they yeah they that's don't a- give a shit these children are more adult than most of the adults it's like ron sanchez sound like a baby yeah and that it, it undercuts their whole message like you get to choose if you wear a mask or not apparently not apparently not ron like you, right. you're telling these kids not to well like, in the end he made sure to say if the governor bullied you if the governor of your state tells you to stop being ridiculous and you need to stop engaging in this theater and stuff like that and then says oh but you can still if you want to yeah that's not that's i've already humiliated you yeah. and said all these things but yeah go ahead keep doing Fuck that guy yeah no that guy sucks ass he's a piece of shit and uh you know i hope that uh the democrats could run a strong candidate i just don't get it this is not a strong to me he's not a strong candidate he's only big because fox news made florida and texas into like right-wing land and yeah. right-wing media made these states like you know, come to Florida, move to Florida, move to Texas, you know, leave crazy California, come here. And, uh, and Ron DeSantis is capitalizing on that. This is a guy who barely won his state the first time. He should not, oh, be, yeah. he should not, he should be easy pickings. I mean, he, yeah, he should be. Um, he let COVID blow up in his state. He's not good for the environment. No, right. Oh, no, 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 no. And Florida is, I mean, Florida is a, a rough one. The thing, the weird thing about Florida, and and I happen to to know this, um, Florida's like in a lot of trouble for a bunch of reasons. One of them is property values um, are crazy high. People yeah, can't afford to live there. my sister bought a house a couple of years, like barely yep. like a year ago. I think she wants to get rid of it. Like, freaking like doubled in value it's insane yeah um and that works real well if you own a house or if you're selling yes. a house yes but like plenty of new people young people are trying to buy houses and they can't the let me tell you as somebody who just bought a house yeah uh and you know it, it is crazy everywhere yeah it's but florida it, is crazy yes and secondly the property insurance is crazy a lot of property insurance companies go oh, in Florida. Under. Yeah. Because it's, it's there's so many th- factors involved, right? Yeah. Well, the a hurricane comes in and wipes out like counties worth of property. That's each, one right there. Every year or so. Yep. Um, a lot of people in, in Florida, you know, you, they don't want to put on a new roof. They don't, it's just a disaster. Like, so people can't insure their properties. A lot of like, plus the state is underwriting a lot of. Uh, it's it's a disaster. Is the whole entire state victim to hurricanes, or is it mostly the uh, coast? Um, mostly the coast, but I'll tell you, those hurricanes can go pretty far inland. Um, like, how does not, Disney World not get destroyed? Well, that's that's like both pretty far north and pretty far inland. Like, okay. like often, I mean, it's not uncommon for hurricanes to hit elsewhere. But I, I lived in Southwest Florida. And more often than not, you would see hurricanes come in and hit like the Miami area. Yeah. Or they'd go through the Straits of Cuba and then do a quick little U-turn and hit 
where I used to live, Fort Myers, Naples, stuff like that. So when the last big hurricane came, when I lived there, which I think was Irma, my dad evacuated to Orlando and they lost power and it was pretty rough there and everything, but it was like nothing, not a big deal. By the time mm-hmm. the hurricane gets into Orlando, it's like down to a category one. Which is not bad. I mean, that's you can, not I well. I mean, it becomes like a tropical storm, usually yeah. tropical depression. But yeah, but but Florida's got so many problems, and their oh. water their water is not great. They're losing square footage daily. Oh. Yeah, uh, there's the, the healthcare is rough because there's like a ton of old people there and everything. Um, and then you have this jackass who like made oh. sure to like put no mitigations in for fucking COVID. All he because wants to he do didn't is want to disturb the the uh, the beaches or anything. Yeah. He can't disturb any of the businesses in any well, way. I mean, I, there's and some he's of also Magacha too. But all he wants to do is like go after these social issues that are doing nothing to make Florida livable. Right, like, like preventing a trans kid from participating in sports isn't going to save like the coast of Florida. No, going to stop red algae or whatever. It's not going to help a 22 year old buy a house. No, you know, I mean, it's it's there. People just don't have places to live. They can't afford to live. And uh, and you and I have talked about this before. Until you purchase a house, it's really difficult to accumulate wealth. You know, yeah. I'm not talking about wealth like you know you're lighting cigars with a hundred dollar bill or something. No, I'm just saying like, like like money to buy a house. Yeah, to put about put even like a three percent down payment. How do you buy? How do you buy a house? You sell your first house. It's like the the best way to get out or you, you know? move to an area that the houses aren't that expensive and you had some savings yeah but, but the reality is is that especially with the market now being as insane as it is it's uh like you said yeah the prices are at, are insane well i have friends that have lived in florida for a long time and some of them will rent a house or some of them will rent a condo or this or that or whatever and when their lease comes up, the owner's like, I'm selling. I'm selling to some rich guy from up north. And all these people that have lived in Florida for a long, long time renting, now they have nowhere to go. And the music stopped and there's not enough chairs and they, they can't afford to live there anymore. You know? And it's uh, like, that's what was supposed to be attractive about moving to Florida, states yeah. like that, is that they were cheaper. Right. There was like, hey, you know what? You don't have to pay New York prices anymore. Come down to Florida. Same thing, like that was like the big sale in Texas too. Yeah. With like then you look at apartments in like Houston and Dallas. Forget about Dallas. You can't afford like no. Dallas is like the it's like rivals the price of like New York apartments now in we, some places. We moved here right before Dallas started skyrocketing again, the Dallas area, you know, and we got in like at a good time. Um but I don't know. Anyway, long story short is that Florida has all these significant problems that require good bipartisan compromise. So like old fashioned politics, you know, where you like, how, how can we work together to. But we don't make, have that now. No, he's going after trans kids. He wants it so that you can't say the word gay in schools. He, it's, it's all right wing media nonsense. It's, yeah, it's bizarre. Not, it's like. Who are you really serving here? Are you serving Sean Hannity or are you serving Florida? You and, would, yeah, you would hope that a Democrat would come in into Florida and run against DeSantis and say, like, when DeSantis took office, 
property values were here and now they're here. And home ownership was at this rate, now it's at that rate. And your property insurance was here and now it's here. And, and then just run off something like that, you know? I don't know if it would work, but. I mean, there's a lot of other things that's wrong that they could run on, but you know, bring up all the things that Ron DeSantis does that's terrible or something. I don't know. The problem is that we'll see what happens. <laughs> Either way, he sucks. Yes. I don't think this made him look good, um, but I don't think it matters. He's It won't affect him in any way. It, it doesn't seem like it matters. It, <sighs> the only, I think the only person that could knock him out in a, like, because he does plan on running for president too. I just don't see how this like makes him look good. But then again, he is going to be running in a, in a 2024 Republican primary. Yeah. And I would imagine that it's going to make the other ones like look like nothing. Yeah. I think they're crazy. The crazies, it's going to be crazier than ever, basically. And he has to appeal to those people. Like I said, I don't want Trump to ever run. I don't want him to ever be able to be part of the body politic ever again. I don't want him to have like be able to, like, I don't want him to be able to run. One, I don't want him to right. be able to turn into a grift to make money off it. But the other thing is, I don't want him to be part of a political conversation anymore. Like I want him to like, yeah, go away. but part of me also would love if he can just go on the debate stage, he yeah. would just rip DeSantis apart and say that he stole his act or something. And, and yeah. it, call him like a, like a poor man's version or something. And because, and he has comment, he has oh, made yeah. comments because Ron DeSantis has tried to basically run it to, Basically, these past couple of years, he's like really trying to push like the, yep. hey, you miss Trump? Well, guess what? I'm your guy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Blump. <laughs> Blump. <laughs> Don't. Ron, Ron, Don, uh, Ron Dump. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting. I know the two big Democratic people running against him in Florida are Nikki Freed, who's real good. Um, she's currently the, I want to say the Secretary of Agriculture or something, which yeah. is a big deal in Florida. Uh, and Charlie Crist, who still has a big war chest and has been a Democrat for a while now uh, and is still real active in politics. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't. When's that primary? Um, geez, that's not too far off because both, I bet you it's, I bet you it's in November. Because Beto won his primary, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By like 90 percent. I mean, it was I mean, crazy. Was, I didn't even know if there was anybody else. There were. There were a few people. No one I had heard of. Um, Faco, Schmado. <laughs> um, you know who I didn't realize was running for attorney general was Louis Gohmert. Really? Yeah, he ran. He got like 20 percent of the vote, too, or something. So is he not running for Congress? No, he gave up his seat. Oh, so, so he's, he's done. We don't get to deal with him in Congress anymore. No more Gomert after this. No year. more Gobert. No more Gomer <laughs> Bober team up. I think he was really he really lost his fire after Bobert uh, and Marjorie Taylor Green came. Like, I can't. He can't outdone them. I've said some real dumb <laughs> shit in my time. Yeah. Louis Gomer used to be able to pull him out of it, but it's just tough. I can't. It's hard. These people. Oh, they are dumb on a whole level that they, they're like a they're like a I don't know some old colloquial like they're like a, a stick in the ground just turning and turning I don't know he's like <laughs> Jewish space what 
She said what? She said what? <laughs> well, the I just looked to the Florida governor's election is um, Tuesday, November eighth of this year. So I think that's it. I think and DeSantis is running again. I think if DeSantis wins, then obviously that's a launching pad for a presidential run. I think um, you just need a charismatic person, and they'll defeat him. I think you just need a charismatic person that that does not fall for their bull. Like that's the key. The Democrats, you get someone who's charismatic and doesn't let the Republicans and and right wing media dictate the conversation. Yeah, like, I think I like that Nikki Fried. I think she's got a good shot, and um, I, I like her. I, I, look, I wouldn't mind Charlie Crist. I wouldn't mind. Uh, half an onion in a plastic bag over Ron DeSantis. Yeah, but, I mean, Ron DeSantis is not, is uh, the excrement of an onion. Yeah, yeah, he's the onion juice. That the, comes no, from. no, that's the good stuff. He's like the crud you cut off, like <laughs> chunk that you cut off. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want that in my skin. Um, but he, uh, but I like Nikki Fried, and I think she, I think she's got a shot. Um, it's hard to say, well, you know. Say, I just think a charismatic, uh, he's such a uninteresting person that to me, you just need someone charismatic to come yeah. along and just saying how it is, but when, in a way that like people will get it, you know, like, I don't know. Well, both Nikki Freed and um, Chris, uh, Chris. Um, well, Charlie Chris has a history with Florida. He Was he two terms when he was a Republican, right? He, yes. And he was a Republican and then he went independent and then he went, um, uh democratic uh and he got ran out of office because he said something nice about obama um and that that was like it that was the end i mean that's the joke though that's like that's why i said like what ron santa said to those kids and everything or in his world he's he's gonna be cheered it's like the same thing it's like charlie uh not charlie chris chris christie had no chance of running for president because he hugged obama after Hurricane Sandy. I mean, like, that's how you lose. I mean, that's always like a joke. The best way to get rid of Republican now is just to try to get them on camera complimenting their Democratic yeah. rival or, or the, you know, if you want to get rid of Marjorie Taylor Greene or something, just try to get her on camera saying how much she likes Joe Biden or something. And she's done. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it is weird. Um, well, I guess that's a, a mentioning Joe Biden. Um, he gave his state of the union speech last night and we both watched it what, what did you think of the, the speech fine it was a little it wasn't long it covered things there's things i wish he brought up i kind of do wish that he brought up things like the tone of the country and like how it shouldn't be acceptable for for you know sitting politicians to attend a white nationalist convention like yeah. just things like that obviously they don't want to focus on that they wanted to you know, Ukraine's a great way for, um, it's a great way to the United country is to get people like, I don't agree at war, but yeah, it, you know, it gives people like a cause. Like it's like an interesting situation because it's like, we're not in this war, even though right. like our diplomacy over the years has led to this, uh, you know, United States, it, it's not i don't know enough to say like the United yeah, States yeah. Is responsible at the end of the day putin is the one invading the country right what's great about the ukraine situation is is that we get to cheer them on and kind of do nothing at the same time it is yeah um it is 
weird because we aren't committing any boots to the ground uh and um we get to cheer on the ukraine and kind of look like the good guys and we also get to like slam russia which we've wanted to do for a while and we get to do it for like ostensibly a good reason it's not like an arbitrary hey we're targeting russia it's like no this is like yeah but we're doing that while supposedly the united states has been bombing somalia yeah yeah it's tough i mean like you don't report on that on the news too much no no <laughs> like at all doesn't exist i think this one's like a pretty easy one like i think if the ukraine wants to be its own country and they you know kicked out the previous russian-led government you know they, they've done all the right things and they have their own country i mean we should support that like the the notion that um that people should be able to determine their own course, you know, and the Ukrainians seem like they want their own country and they seem like, you know, there's probably some debate as to whether or not those contested regions in the East should go back to Russia or whatever. I mean, I don't pretend to know anything about that, but like, I mean, at least from what I understand, that's, you can like see how that's more of a debate or something that should be talked about. But, um, this just seems so black well, wasn't and white. Wasn't the joke you know? about the Ukraine thing was that like this president, that the person that was in charge of Ukraine before uh, Zelensky, is that his name, got in? Yeah. That he was like literally a, pu- a puppet of Putin. Oh, I think it was the person before the person before. Like, okay. like there was a Putin puppet for a long time. And like in 2007 or eight, the Ukrainians got rid of him, voted them out. He and like, I don't know this uh some reason, but it's like in Ukrainian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know this uh Putin guy, he's great, you know, he's really smart. He's, I have a lot of respect for him. So they got rid of him, and then another guy, uh, a former boxer, became the first pre- first real president of like of an independent Ukraine, and then he lost his election to that was the guy from the Seinfeld. <laughs> He, he, not weak. he lost his election to Zelensky and peacefully transferred power. Like you won. There was there was of course hey, it's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Keep an eye to the east. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then he was done, you know. And then Zelensky, um, Zelensky got in. It was a weird thing. He was a comedian. He's like for a, a long time. he played. He's like a comedian, and he played supposedly on a show. He played the president. Yeah, he played a. Uh, he played on a comedy about like a comedian who accidentally became president. Yes. And then they made him president. You know, they they elected a president. So, like. like the guy's a baller though i mean he looks the part and he sounds hey, the part I don't, you know there's some people like who oh, still idolizing you know like whatever shut the fuck up you know let people have a fucking hero okay yeah. like shut the fuck up like i see people like you know you shouldn't idolize this guy you know you shouldn't do that you know he's he's not that or they're trying i don't know what the hell they're saying but i'm like you know what just shut up yeah like you know putin's a fucking villain can we have a fucking hero can we have right. a guy who could fill the hero position, like regardless of like if you know the geopolitics enough or like understand like if this guy is actually good or not? Like, can we yeah. just have like we're, <laughs> it, 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 like just shut the fuck up? Like, like it, if stuff comes out about him, then yeah, maybe we should like calm down. Sure, sure. Now, you know, 
let they need like a strong leader or someone who looks like they care. You know, what do we have in our country? We got guys who like when it gets like a little cold out, they abandon their state and, right. Cancun, <laughs> and they have a guy who basically was told you could leave. Like, I think we even like, I don't we know, even said, yeah, we'll come pick you up. You know? Yeah. And he's like, no, I'll be, I'm not leaving my people. And uh, like, he could have been totally killed. Well, he had a great line too. He said, "Like I need ammunition, not a ride." You know, I mean, like this is like a, a like action movie. movie. It's like okay. fucking Bill Bruce Cole. Willis or something. You know, Independence Day. Yeah, not Bruce Willis now though. <laughs> pre pre twenty twelve Bruce Willis. Not, not a fucking what was that piece of shit movie? Crimson. Crimson. Marvel. Yeah. Uh, like one line. Oh fuck! Like <laughs> he no, this is like peak. Willis, like Hudson Hawk Willis. Like Hudson. Armageddon, like when he tell, tells Ben Affleck to get off the the asteroid and yeah. have sex with his daughter. <laughs> not, not, not Bruce Willis, I mean Ben Affleck. You know, right. And then he'd stay behind and get killed, but he would save the world. Well, powerful moment. It's a great line. And um, it was kind of weird. Like the, the, the first part of, of Biden's speech was really framed as as that thing and i thought it was really great and it was big it was like big-minded where he's like this is we're done with these autocrats you know putin is one of the last autocrats and exactly i mean it's like it's not a dictator but didn't they say like trump wanted to be an autocrat right yeah what is that exactly that's a good question like (laughs) it's 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 like an uh, well, it's like an Autobot, an Autobot, but kind of mean. Well, no, it's like like a bureaucrat would be someone like the like our system set up by bureaucrats, and it's uh, all the powers kind of even though Joe Biden is like technically in charge of it. There's a system in that there's could, a system in place that he has to work through. An autocrat right, doesn't yeah. have that system. It's a singular power. Uh, okay, so that, it is like um, it's basically a dictator. I guess so. It's yeah, I mean, like maybe that's Trump, a difference without Trump. a distinction. Trump was an autocrat. He hated the, the deep state. He hated the yes. process. He hated all the things that involved like government that it didn't. And it wasn't because he wanted to even like do stuff for the American public. It was more just like for his own financial gain, his own political, you know, gain. Had not. So okay, that's what an autocrat is. Yeah. Well. And he was, and I mean, I guess theoretically, like it, Joe Biden was saying, like, us modern nations need to kind of support and embrace democracy. And for a long time, like, even in 2000 or so, people were writing books about how, like, there weren't going to be any more autocrats, you know, that, that, that Francis Fukuyama wrote this great book called, like, The End of History, which said, we won. Liberal democracy is now the world standard. There won't be any more autocrats. And um, David Friedman, do you remember that the, the Golden Arches theory of conflict? Did we ever talk about that? No. He Wait, this, I mean, is this the bullshit like with a McDonald's and yeah, Russia, and then they'll want like like if you have two Rambo. He said no. He said like two countries. If two countries each have a McDonald's, they'll never go to war with each other. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> it, well, it turned out to be bullshit because McDonald's. There's a McDonald's in Russia, and there's a McDonald's in Ukraine. McDonald's um, in the Middle East. There's McDonald's everywhere. <laughs> well, his theory was that, like, once you've gotten to the point where 
you can have a McDonald's, meaning that you have reliable electricity. You have like somebody was getting a check from McDonald's. <laughs> you have roads. Hey guys, you know what the best way to get peace? <laughs> right. The golden arches. Exactly. And that's why I've launched my new theory, the Baja Blast theory of prosperity, which is <laughs> You know, they don't call it a happy meal for nothing. Right. If you have a Taco Bell, you've achieved well, no, but it's, <laughs> it's, let's take extinguish the fire sauce right. with a cool, refreshing Baja blast, not yeah. uh blast from the missiles. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know, that, that was his first the first part this of why we don't get any advertising. The first part of Biden's speech was about the Ukrainian conflict. Um, and it was big. I liked it. It was kind of big and bold, but it sucks that we're talking about that and not healthcare. Or I mean, it's like he had like a list in the end of like all the things he brought up. He did bring up $15 minimum wage, which True. to me is like that shit should have been done the first two months of his program. Yeah, yeah. And I felt I'm glad he brought it up though. Because I felt like that was that promise just disappeared. Yeah. Fucking Kristen Sema went. Fucking that was, yeah. pixie curtsy and fucking shit all over that. And it's like you never heard about $15 minimum wage after that. It was dead. So it, I'm glad that he brought it up. Uh, but I don't think, like, I feel like it's a thing that needs to be done now, not to be, not a thing. That they could use for campaign, like, hey, you know, vote first in the midterm so we can get a yeah. tomorrow minimum wage. I mean, like, yeah, I, it's still a good talking point, but it's also kind of sad. We're talking two years later now, and none of that. Something that should have been super easy to do. Yeah, it's depressing. I know. I know that if Biden executive ordered it, the Supreme Court would toss it out the next day. You know, I mean, well, then he could come out against the Supreme Court. It's like. If he executive ordered it, then he could use his bully bullpit to like basically talk shit about the Supreme Court and bring up and then, you know, hey, look, the Supreme Court that, you know, uh, we had uh, two presidents that uh, didn't win fair elections and they were able to put in um, what five judges out of those, yeah. four, those two presidencies. And they're the ones preventing me from giving you $15 minimum wage. I, I mean, you know, obviously they would come up with a, I would hope a better, uh, yeah, way well, the, than I did, but the Democrats will never go for the jugular that way. And the problem is, is that a lot of Democrats, and this is a reality, and we cannot deny this reality, a lot of Democrats are in the same pockets as a yeah. lot of companies, and a lot of money that comes in, in the same pockets as the Republicans. I just don't. True. The, the Democrats put together a plan that was giving every every parent in the United States 150 bucks per kid or something per month. And they did it for like six months. Right. And they, you and think they would advertise it like, hey, we did this for you. You would think they'd advertise it. And then it got taken away. And the general you never hear people bitch about it. You never hear the general public say, like, where's my money? And the, the Democrats should be every day on the air saying, like, well, it's the 15th. Today's the day I wanted to send you 150 bucks, but Joe Manchin said no. You know, I mean, like, that, well, I don't know why right. they aren't. That's not a front and center argument. I don't know. Um, you. It's just such, it, it seems so clear. It seems like it would work. You know, it seems like a good plan. So it, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I don't get it. But like I said, I'm glad he brought it up. At least, like, I know, like, okay, that's the thing he actually wants. Yeah. Or yeah. he's just saying that to appease people, but whatever, it's in the conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it was like, okay, you know, the problem is with him and all the people like make fun of him. I will say it was funny though when he said Iranians, and yeah. Iranians yeah, and their camera kind of focused on Kamala Harris going to go like, uh, and then what the. F- did you see that video of yeah. like, Pelosi getting up and just like grinding her hands? Yeah. Someone made a joke and said, like, what the brain worms control her body <laughs> or something? Like, what the hell was that? That was weird. Yeah, I like look, I like Nancy Pelosi just fine. Um these people, that was weird. These people need to fucking retire. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, listen, you know, Joe Biden is a president of the United States. I would like him, would would I like him to get a second term? Um, I would like him or a Democrat to have a second term. Yeah, I don't sure. want Ron DeSantis or someone else getting in. But I also think it's time, you know, it's like Nancy Pelosi should have no problem retiring and right. getting in someone more progressive than her in San Francisco. I'm not worried. My God, if Nancy Pelosi retires, where will we learn about fancy ice cream from? I mean, like, yeah, the, this is, she's in a city, in a state that should be very easy. It's like the same thing. It's like that woman from California, also the senator. It's like retire ready. You see now, old lady. It's yeah, like, you know, like yeah. some of these people, they keep in power and everything. And some of these people don't have the greatest voting records, stuff like that. And it'd be like they're being paid to stay in. Like they're being paid and they're being told you can't retire. We're not, you're never allowed to retire because we're not going to let some like, because you live in an area where someone younger and more progressive can easily come in and take your spot yeah. and i don't know i think i don't really have like a lot of comments about it i i knew the right wing would go after him i think i don't think again i don't think it's his brain's pudding i don't think of that this the man has a speech impediment he's had one his entire yeah. life talks about it and it's interesting when you watch him like but when He's still a great orator. He is, yeah. <laughs> and there's, you know, he knows he knows how to like raise his voice and like when he gets into yeah. like that rush, and it's like the politicians do sometimes. I just think like it was like okay, it just didn't cover. I don't know, it didn't cover enough things. Like part of me is like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe call out like some of the things that are going on in this country that are like. You know, to say, hey, we're going to stay in the union, but, you know, there's things that are preventing that from happening and bring up, like, you know, they didn't even, did he even bring up January 6th once? No. He should. He should. This is his first day of the union, right before he went in. The biggest domestic, it's like, I don't know. He's. Pro- I feel like there's people like, don't bring these things up. Just be positive. Go out there and try to, like, um, you know, just try to be a uniter, not yeah. a that bullshit, you know. Don't don't go out there. Don't ruffle feathers. Look like the good guy here. You know, it's like Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Rader screaming in the background. You heard them. Just and look like they're at a they truck have been pole kicked, or something. They should have been kicked out. Yeah, taser them. Yeah, they should have been tasered. <laughs> that would just feed them. They wouldn't that's what they'd be <laughs> off of. They would be like, and then they would be like, thank you. But Mogo, they would be fundraising they, off that for like years. <laughs> Their names are Mogo and Bobo. They it it that that one photograph of them that I see on Twitter all the time. Oh, they God. 
where they're kind of like hunched over. Look, they look like they're, they're yelling. At, yeah, they look like it just looks so awful. Like, like this you, is so very embarrassing. Did you see the meme of them? But it's yeah. that meme the of cat. the baby screaming at the cat. Yeah, and then someone put the, the them yelling at Biden, and I'm yeah. like, shit, Biden looks like that cat, like <laughs> white does. hair, and like even like his face, and it's like the fucking funniest. Thing. It is pretty good. Like, there was one I posted that someone gave me. And it said New York pizza and it's AOC. Right. And Papa John's is the bottom. I was gonna say, I don't even know if they're Papa John's. To me, they're like two day old uh pizza in a gas station stop yeah. in like, like the most rural town of Texas. It's been sitting there for like three days. That's next day morning Totinos that you didn't refrigerate. You know, it's like like it's nuclear waste at this point. Like, yeah, six day old godfather pizza that's still sitting in the hot box at the truck stop that no one's ever going to eat that's what that's what they are well they yeah they're big that they were kind of a spectacle the whole time well somebody made a joke and said like the whole yell like yelling build the wall yeah they said that like what are you even upset about like biden's yeah he was continued his the uh the what do you call it? The the border shit. Right. It's been increased under Biden since Trump, supposedly. Well, like, what the fuck are you even yelling at? It's like, yeah, they they, they add nothing to the like, look at them. Look at that photo. Look at Bobert. It's, it's like, just so weird. So well, like Bobert was like dumb bitches at like a like a horrible bachelorette party. Like it was rough. You well, she, and you're and you're like, oh no, like it came out of place the same day there's like a bachelorette party or something. They're just like pretty ill-informed. They're the kind of like pretty ill-informed person that shows up like at a local city council meeting or school board meeting and then starts like just raising a riot over over something like pretty stupid and the next thing you know they get a couple of people to kind of agree with them and then they're in they're in like fucking washington they're did you say that they're part of a talent agency yeah yeah both of them were in that explore talent um it is straight like yeah marjorie taylor green also uh i i am less confident about marjorie taylor green definitely was though yeah, they, they had like photographs of her. Was it Madison Cawthorn one of them too? Madison Cawthorn was. I think Matt Gates was. There's like th- there's several real big oh, names. I mean, they're all it's all performative. None of these people like they don't really they're not doing anything. They're just taking up space. Well, someone was saying some newscaster was saying that I think it was a a guy. He he was saying like he was struck by how there was like no there were so few moral leaders. You know, like, you know, the, the leaders that were like unquestionably viewed as like solid. And it wasn't feel like that's subjective of what a well, moral leader is, because I could see like some asshole claiming that like a, a Christian moral leader that's against the sins of the LGBT. Yeah. So I don't know what like, I uh, yeah, find more. I know what you mean, but like it used to be that there were newscasters that pretty much everyone respected or there were maybe not politicians but like thought leaders like um billy graham franklin graham's dad most people thought was like fair-minded you you may like disagree with the shit he said but like you didn't feel he was political or partisan yeah yeah 
Well, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. But like, if you look at like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, okay, even I guess a better example would be like there are some politicians that have some overlap. Like, if you look What's at it called, the Overton window, we talked yeah. about. Yeah, we talked about this off off air. Yeah, we talked about the Overton window. What is that again? It's like if you imagine the range of what's acceptable discussion, like on the far, far one side is like, let's, you know, kill the poor and harvest their organs. And then on the other side, it's like, let's give everyone the same basic income or whatever. You have this window of like acceptable thought, you know, like on any given topic. And the Overton window is what's acceptable. And you see it shift sometimes for good or for ill. It used to be like in the 1940s, a politician could not say, oh, I have a mental illness or I have depression, or they couldn't say, you know, I have no problem with gay people. That was, that was not in the Overton window at the time. And over time, the Overton window kind of drifted to the point where it's perfectly acceptable to say you have no problem with gay people. Yeah. You have real, it's I was like, not even 10 years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> so and, just to be clear, in the 40s, yeah, I got you what you're saying now. But yeah, you, but like now it's now, it's now like plenty of Republicans say they have no problem with gay people. They, they legislate differently, but they, they say it. You know, they don't, they don't have any problem saying it. Yeah. So the Overton window is like, what's the range of acceptability? And it's really, really drifted right, you know? We've gone from like gun control used to be a relatively reasonable thing to talk about. Oh, you about. can't even say it. It's like worse than abortion now. Like yeah. you couldn't say abortion. You couldn't say that. Like you couldn't even bring up like suggested ever say anything. Well, you can't even now like, guns. It's like you can't even say anything about like, hey, maybe no. we should sell machine guns in Walmart. Yeah. You know? Maybe maybe bump stocks should be regulated. No, you can't say that anymore. You know, like so. The maybe Overton, murdering children is wrong. I don't know. And the, and the Overton window of behavior, like you could probably look back to when that Joe Wilson. Yeah, I mean, well, I was to make sure. Was <laughs> when, when Joe Wilson screamed, you lie at Barack Obama. That was an Overton. That was a huge Overton window. Right yeah, there, it pushed it the like, Overton window. The that, and it was awful because it was like the first. It was like the first. I don't even think it was. A, it was like Obama's first speech. It wasn't even a State of the Union. It was a. I forget uh, what it was. It, well, the president. It's like, so this is technically Biden's first day of the union, but yeah. every, I don't know how long they've been doing this, but pretty much every president, even in their first like two months, gives like a state of the union type of dress, even though it is not technically a state of the union. Right. And I think it was at that speech that oh, Joe yeah, yeah. screamed that and people were like, what the fuck? And it... It ended up working out in his favor. He got more money, ended up getting yep. reelected, and they used the Obama as a way to shift the Overton window with the right. Like they were able to change things and make like, hey, you know what? We're going to start saying these things again. Well, Trump it definitely shifted. Well, and also with Obama, that Samuel Alito, the Supreme Court justice, was sitting in the audience editorializing on Obama's speech. Yep. He's shaking his head no and yep. whispering yeah, to other so, people. They're not supposed to do anything. They're no, they're supposed to just sit there and yeah, observe. You know, who somebody who did was very animated. The one of the funniest scenes in the entire uh, 
of State of the Union this year was when they talked about the new judge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brown. Uh, yeah, Jackson Brown. And, but he want, He said, I want to thank Justice Breyer. And the camera went to Breyer. And he was just so weird. And so he was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> like ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm just as Briar. <laughs> like it's like a Roger Rabbit all of a sudden. Please. <laughs> well, the Overton like, window. What is the weirdest thing, and he's just like, "Oh, stop it!" Like I just see him. That's like, funny. Saturday Night Live is gonna like they. I hope they use Kyle Mooney to play him. <laughs> Because that guy is so funny. And I know that it's going to use Kate McKinnon because she does every fucking thing with the politics. Yeah. Like, everyone just sounds like Midwestern mom, no matter who yeah, she is. No matter who it is, you're going to be giving Fauci, you're giving Hillary Clinton. It all sounds like a Midwestern mom. But that's that was possibly one of the funniest reactions. Yeah, that was pretty like, funny. It was just like, stop it. You're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. that made me that that actually was probably the best moment of the entire because yeah. that guy is like reaction to like being thanked and <laughs> like when Biden's like, you know, when we uh hey Jack, you know when we put that gun to your head and said you gotta fucking retire <laughs> right. in February or you're not gonna make it out of June. <laughs> well, it, yeah, that was that, that was weird. weird. I remember that. I was like, okay, Brian, time to retire. Biden's here. And Brian yeah. was like, fucking getting new desk clerks assigned. <laughs> Fuck. But I mean, listen, he's he no, it what? Signing a lease on his apartment. Yeah, like, like, I ain't go, he's like, I ain't going nowhere. I was like, come on. But the timing's perfect. And, and yeah. again, the Republicans having no shame whatsoever tried to pull that shit that they did with uh, Alito. No, Scalia dying mm-hmm. when these motherfuckers rammed in their judges. Like after putting in Amy Coney Barrett, that was just yeah into right in as people already voted for president. Shows you that the Republicans said she never be allowed to complain again. Yeah, and it's like the funny thing about this judge too. You know, it's like really. Why don't you just shut up on this one? You still have a six-three court, regardless. Yeah. Of- who he puts in, it's a six-three court. You guys won. Yeah, you got uh, you got the court for at least another decade. At oh least yeah, at least probably more, but yeah. I mean, unless fucking uh, Thomas and Alito drop dead, they get something awful. They it's a right-wing court for a good until two. Till 2032 yeah. easily and that's kind of scary i know i wish people realized that you know that like we should not be relying on the supreme court as like a, a thing i i still don't believe that I, well, it's I think just it, become so part like it's become so it was always partisan but it's become so course. clearly partisan like so nakedly right. partisan that it's a little i don't know i mean like it, but it, it's it, not even just that it's like it shows you like the Republicans knew that as information got out more, the more information got out, and edu- you know, people start to learn more. Unfortunately, less people, well, not unfortunately, for them it's unfortunate, less people are going to vote Republican. So mm. the Republicans knew the only way that they could dominate policies yeah. forever was to control a part of 
the uh, the third branch. It's the third branch, right? Yeah, yeah. The, that, and it's not subject to a popular that the people vote or... that the people can't vote on, which yeah. to me is complete bullshit. All three branches should be something that either now I don't know if people should be able to vote on a judge, but I think like there has to be terms or something. I think it's ridiculous. We well, should not be at the mercy of fucking Justice Thomas for another decade. Yeah. We've had this guy for like 30 years now. That's true. It's, well, we'll see. I mean, like, that's theoretically, like in a perfect world, people vote for politicians and the politicians pass laws and the laws get passed with popular support and the Supreme Court doesn't matter. You know, I mean, if, if we had enough Democratic senators and democratic congresspersons then these laws could get passed and they yeah but what there. about like if the law gets passed right but then like there's a lawsuit that makes its way to the supreme court yeah and they want to challenge it they can throw away a law that is true that. like theoretically that's true i mean uh, if every, if you go ahead. if the country like if enough like like if all the states legalize marijuana and popular opinion supports the legalization of marijuana. And everyone's kind of going in that direction. Even if all the members of the Supreme Court hate the idea, they're not going to overturn it, you know, because like you, it just wouldn't be tenable. You know, I mean, like they, they could in theory, but they wouldn't. You know, I mean, it, it, it just doesn't seem likely that they would. Regardless, they could. And that's the problem. They could. Yeah. Oh, that is a problem. But you do. Like you right really now. Do. Last year, what the Republicans were doing in states like Texas and Florida and Mississippi, and all that, especially the ones going after like gay kids or you know trans yeah. kids or that stuff, is that or an abortion going at you know putting in insane abortion rules? All those really what they're designed to do is to make it to the the Supreme Court's desk yeah. so they could go in and overturn Roe versus Wade permanently. They could go in and put in some bullshit, um, you know, overturn some protection that is in place like i know what you're saying about like a popular opinion but like well in theory you need some mechanism to because it, it can work the other way as well if everyone was against integrating the schools and all the southern states were against integrating the schools the supreme court came in there and said no you got to do it anyway you know i mean like it it it's weird. I mean, it, there is a weird balance between these three branches of government that prevent things from swinging too wildly one way or the other. You know, and that, that's good in a way because it creates a stable country. It's frustrating because progress is stunted, but it's also good in that it keeps us stable. You know. Do you think Manchin's going to fuck over Biden on his Supreme Court? Case? I don't know. Oh, I don't gonna, think so. That Manchin put in fucking. Kavanaugh. Yeah. He's the, I mean, he voted for him. He put in a vote. That was I, I would be surprised if if he did. I don't think that'll happen. You know. Didn't they say that he was sitting near Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene? And my, he sat with the Republicans. He sat with the side yeah. of the Republicans? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a signal. He's sending a signal there that he's not going to vote for the Supreme Court judge. I guarantee you. I don't know. I mean, I, I look, I think like a Susan Collins and a Mitt Romney, and I think there's enough Republicans that are going to vote for this judge that it won't matter. But you think so? You think any of them will? I think so. 
You think Collins will, or should be like, I found the problem. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think Collins will. Uh, I think I Collins will. That I shouldn't. I think you're probably not supposed to make fun of Collins. Supposedly, she had like a stroke or something. Oh, did she? I didn't know that. That's why she sounds like a a Cylon. No, what are those things called? <laughs> a like, Dalek. Dalek. That's why she's Susan Dalek Collins. Exterminate. Exterminate. Um, she she's terrible. I think like Romney and Murkowski. I think all the people that you keep hoping will vote the right way in big ticket things will vote the right way in a thing like this. You I know? bet you one of them will vote in place and allow fucking Manchin to come out and up. I get. I would not be shocked. Manchin doesn't vote for. Her. I, I would not be shocked at all. I expect it. I expect him not to. I could. I could. I I think that. I think that. The Biden team has probably already counted the votes, but who knows? I mean, A, I think he will vote for her, and B, I don't Why think it matters. Why was he sitting on the Republican side? That's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. That's, to me, that's sending a signal. I don't he's know. he's just he's shit. He is. I said like I'm like, and everybody was like cheering at like uh, <clears throat> well, the two people that Ossoff and uh, Warnock Warnock won, which was great because. One, the two that they went against were horrible. That one yeah. was horrible. Purdue and Loftner. Yeah, those were terrible people. Um, but I knew that second they gained powers. I'm like that 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 was like Joe Manchin's like, yep, now I get to be a piece of shit, you know. And then Cinema was like, ow, how to yeah, that is true. Wow. Um, I mean, do you have anything else about the speech? I mean, like not really. I mean, I it was it was good. Uh, I think it did what it needed to do. Um, I just again, I just think, of course, the right's going after like Biden's speech, the way you know, everybody speaks, saying that his brain's deteriorating. And again, I just say, like, you know, did you say the same thing about Trump? Because if you didn't, then you're just being a partisan hack. Because I mean, listen, I'm not going to say Biden's speech was perfect, it was not at all. There were parts that I cringed just because I knew he couldn't get certain words, like. Now that you couldn't get words out, it was more like, I don't know if, I don't know how to explain it. There was yeah. just some parts of the speech, but I have no problem bringing that up. But like, you cannot tell me that the same thing about Trump, who would slur words, make up words, forget names, could not give a speech to save his life. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're going to like tell me that Biden's brain is melting, but Trump's just. Right. His was spot on. Yeah. He's just so busy. He's, he's so many yeah. people that he just can't keep words together. It's all that executive time. All that executive time, you know? Yeah, I, no, I don't have, really have anything else birders, to say about it. So many birders. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I did see, and, and this is kind of, uh, I guess this will kind of dovetail from this topic into the next. You did see a lot of Republicans really cheering on the Ukraine, and the Republicans have kind of had to go into some sort of revisionist history over the yeah, last they're trying to act so a lot of republicans i don't know if it's all of them but a lot of republicans politicians and right-wing media were definitely on the side of putin they'll claim they weren't yeah. they totally were they were like little cheerleaders for putin and shit really weird very strange and saying yeah. odd things and now a lot of them have flipped or are flipping or trying to flip and say that now they support the ukrainians uh, Donald Trump claimed that I think I don't know we talked about it before yeah yeah I think we talked about it. yeah he claimed that 
his the money he gave is the reason why the Ukrainians are able to fight, and none of that's true. No, it's just <laughs> but, crazy. He he was impeached. His first impeachment was about with it was literally about this. Like, it was about withholding aid to Ukraine. Right. It was all about like that was it. I'll give you the money if you like say you'll never go to NATO or like join the. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a total bribe. It was ridiculous. He wanted dirt on Joe Biden. And he was telling Zelensky, like, if you don't give me dirt on Joe Biden, if you don't investigate this, then I'm not giving you any missiles or stingers and or you, whatever. The Ukrainian thing just proves how shitty the Republicans are because they made sure that he wasn't impeached. Yeah. And it's like, and look what's happening now. This is all product of Trump. All related. Yeah. Ukraine. It's all related to his presidency. Biden has nothing to do with no. this. Yeah, and and you do see that. I I know you said like Tucker Carlson has kind of been changing his. He's been trying. To my God, did you see that one thing where he? I mean, we played the clip last week when he was pointing yeah. over Putin. Oh, and that's the best. All the right wing, they'll post this meme like we don't have a they don't have a they them army. I'm like right. Russia made this meme. This is the most stupidest thing. Wait, wait, we should support Russia because they don't have a they them army. What the fuck yeah. does that even mean? It's just bananas. It's so stupid. It's like this bullshit anti-trans shit. And it's like, you know, people use the term they, them to refer to things all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's, I you. It's not uncommon where you see someone on the right griping about pronouns while using pronouns. Yep. Um, a friend of mine talked about it because I, I said... Um, I do a lot of work with editing and everything. And it took me a little while to get used to using they as a singular pronoun, just grammatically. When you say like they took forever to get the job done. No, I like that is, sing- that is but I mean right. like, yeah. exactly. But when you're you describing a singular person, when you're writing grammar, like you sh- like 10 years ago, if you were to write like a student is only as good as his or her study skills. That's how you would have to say it because a student is singular and his and her. So like previously, if you said a student is only as good as their study skills, that would be incorrect because you're using a singular antecedent and a plural pronoun. (laughs) They call that discordance. So it did take me as like someone who does grammar. It took me a little while to get used to that, Uh, but but a friend of mine said, like, you know, if someone, if you're sitting down at a table at a restaurant and, you know, the guy you're having dinner with or whatever went to the restroom and the waiter comes by, you would say, like, oh, they went to the bathroom. You know, like, you, I would say stuff like that all the time in my normal life, they. But, like, it was a, a hiccup for me to get used to it grammatically. But, yeah, people say that all the time. So but it's just funny that they... Wait, so you're you support the invasion of a sovereign nation because Russia doesn't have the they them military. right? Okay, that that makes sense. And they and you still see that meme get thrown around still. Yeah. Still, they they still use it like what? That's your calling card? The fuck out of here! Like, well, but yeah, Tucker's trying to back, you know, backflip or whatever the hell you say. Yeah, like, yeah. All them. Well, the other joke too is that like. A lot of these people, you know, because that was one big thing that Biden brought up in his uh, State of the Union was about all the sanctions put in. Yeah. And it completely sunk the Russian dollar, right? Oh, it's crazy. It went, I don't know if you've looked at it lately. I looked at it a little while ago. Like one 
Rupal is worth less than a penny. Yeah. So it's crazy. I saw some YouTube, uh, something on YouTube or something like that. I was showing this guy from Russia and he was talking about basically how like people are turning into ATMs because yeah. if that money's gone from an ATM, that's like, that's it. And people are like freaking the fuck out. And I mean, could this lead to Putin being ousted? I don't know. Probably not. But yeah, it might make them uh, in the end. It might make them more unfavorable. I mean, that's what a sanctions designed to do, right? But if the if he's an autocrat and he has people like fucking killed and people are, I don't know. I just I think the funny thing is like like Tulsi was one who she tried flipping. Yeah, and people were making jokes. I, I made a joke said like her checks didn't. This is what happens. Right. All clear. Yeah, a lot of yeah. these spokespeople that like, you know, like Jill Stein was tweeting about NATO, and it's like, the fuck is NATO? Like, I'm sorry, like, yeah. like, so Russia is invading Ukraine, but we should. That's the thing you go. That's what Jill Stein she's talking about is how we should dissolve NATO. Like it's that's ridiculous. Not stop Putin from. That just sounds uh, like a battered spouse saying, like, you don't know him like I know well, him. Well, I know think her. it's more like I am a fucking compromised. Uh, That's true. Remember that photo of her, that uh, of her having dinner with Putin and, yeah. and a bunch of other, like, oligarchs and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole, like, uh, anti-Russia gay people would try to say that that photo was, like, it was staged or it's bullshit. No, she was there. She yeah. had dinner. She was at the table. She claims that she wasn't there for that or any of that. But it's just odd that like Michael Flynn, the pizza yeah. gay, pizza gay QAnon nut job who worked for Trump and was working for Trump at that time, is having dinner at the same table. This was December of 2015. Come on, yeah. She wasn't even running yet as the Green Party candidate. Yeah. And like they just all have to be together. I mean, come on, get the fuck. Like it couldn't be any more transparent. It like, is. It's not like it's not like okay. The argument like people will spread that photo of Elon Musk with uh, Jiz Lane Maxwell, right? Like, right, right. Like, hey, like yeah, he's a perv or whatever. And the reality is, is that well, one, it's probably true, but two, um, they just having a photo at an event. She probably took photos with tons of other people. Yeah. It's just funny to post that photo of them. But the difference between that and Jill Stein was, it wasn't like there was a photo of her standing next to Putin. She was literally sitting at a table having dinner at a function. Yeah, it was, it was a little more involved. This is with Michael Flynn. This is not a, like I said, oh, I had a photo. He took photos with lots of people that night. So whatever there was a lot of weirdness with that a lot of people like really focusing hard on nato and saying how we should dissolve nato and all that and the timing of that is really weird like yeah. why at this moment right now when the country is being invaded by russia should we dissolve nato like yeah. will putin stop and he'll be like oh, it was all i wanted Thank yeah you. they they have really it was just such a concerted effort over the last five six years to tear apart the Western alliances and destabilize any American trust in American government. I mean, it just seems like a really well put together plan that kind of worked flawlessly um, until pretty recently, you know? So, well, like I said, a lot of defenders of Russia or whatever, 
they all got kind of quiet. And the joke was, is that they're like, oh yeah, they didn't get their check. The check right. Yeah. The <laughs> I mean, the Tulsi thing, it's like, could it be any more transparent about this person at this point? I mean, she attended CPAC. Yeah. She, she's trash. She is what she is. Well, she's, I mean, she has no political future. She ain't running for shit. No, no. She's going to maybe have a spot on Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and do like that circuit, make money off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about the the state of the union. I mean, the Bobert MTG, we kind of talked about that. Yeah. Uh, just they're gross. I don't, I, I know people were upset about Rashid Dalid giving a rebuttal, but like I listened to it and I thought it was fine. I don't know why anyone would be mad at it. I think she's made some really good points. And I guess they were upset because she was representing the Workers' Party and not Democrats, but isn't yeah. Workers' Party like an offshoot of Democratic Party in a yeah. way? I believe so. There's a bunch of, of like weird parties in like the upper Midwest that like, I think there's like a farmer's union party or something. There's some like weirdness there where it's just the democratic party, you know, it's just, it goes by a different name in that area. Um, I listened to it too. I, I honestly didn't notice much about it. I found it pretty unremarkable in the sense that I was like, yeah, I agree with this, but I didn't find it. I, I don't know. It just didn't strike me as being like particularly noteworthy. I do I do think there's kind of a weirdness between with Biden in that Biden's inclination is to keep going moderate and the progressives keep trying well, to tell him. Well, that's what was good about Rashid Tlaib's speech yeah. uh, rebuttal after was because it was not an attack on Biden at all. No, it wasn't. It was an attack solely on Republicans. And, and she also brought up a couple of, she brought up, she just said like, I don't know. She didn't even say Dem. I don't think she even said Democrats right. that are just corporate sellouts. But I mean, she implied that one because. But I thought her speech was fine. I, yeah. I don't see how I know, the the right tried to jump on that and make it like, look, this radical. You know, Biden has to show her place or whatever. I don't think that's the case. I think she gave really good rebuttal and just pointing out all the promises that basically Biden's campaign said they were going to do. Yeah. And the last thing I think is, uh, you know, the moderate thing. I mean, I guess, I guess, I don't know. It was, we could just move on to the next thing. It yeah. was, like I said, it wasn't anything amazing, but I don't think it was the complete shit show. I do, uh, Chuck Schumer standing up was pretty funny. Yeah. Early. Like he didn't get the uh the schedule or something no they didn't there's a couple moments where like you could tell everyone had a copy of the speech and they had like written down like where they're supposed to stand and you know like it and a, a, a couple of them just botched their their lines or their staging That's um funny. yeah well speaking of someone who's botched things uh there's a it's a local politician um van taylor who is this is such a weird story. Okay, so he's he's currently a congressman. Okay. Well, he was, right? No, no, he's currently a congressman. He won his reelection, but then he suspended it. And I don't think he's I think he's gonna serve his um term and oh, then so be he done suspended with it. his okay. So he's not running again. He's so what happened with him? What's okay, what so, he that? He is a Tea Party Republican from Plano, Texas. Yeah. And so 
but but like a lot of Tea Party Republicans, he's lately been accused of being a rhino, Republican oh, wow. in name yeah. only. It's when you uh, you don't praise Trump, you're he, a rhino. Well, he did something even worse. He voted in favor of a bipartisan January sixth committee. Uh oh, traitor! Yes. So apparently, a while ago, he started up a year-long illicit affair. Yeah, an affair. And it wasn't just any affair. He had an affair with the bride of an ISIS commando. (laughs) That's weird. It's so weird. Is this commando going to come kill him? I think the commando's dead. Um. I don't it's uh how did he meet this person uh, that's a great question this all happened like over the last couple hours um it was uh <laughs> it was a weird story uh, on the the front page of the dallas morning news i i looked i look at the dallas morning news a couple times uh per day and um the headline at the time was representative van taylor apologizes for an affair with isis bride abruptly drops re-election bid uh and so they released not on the dallas morning news a couple other news sites released text messages that they got of this guy um and he had been texting this isis bride some really graphic uh texts that involved like rimming and a a bunch of other stuff so now his his theme was like family values and traditional conservatism and he lived up to it he lived up to it yeah um, right. but he uh yeah it, it's a, a weird weird story um and they're, they're saying that he, that one of his opponents republican opponents is the one that leaked it so well i'm sure it would have gotten that at some point regardless yeah, I would imagine like it's so weird. You know, the problem is it's so bizarre. Like, I feel like they did this like flip over the years where it's like they were like the hyper patriotic people. Yep. They were the hyper this, like they were the ones that held the flag, they were the ones that do this, and then it's like, and then the, it gets a little weird, and then they're like supporting Confederate flags, even though yeah. did anyway, but like on a national level with Trump and everything, they're letting Trump go on stage about how beautiful the statues and flags were and some real bullshit. And then on top of that, their weird like uh, obsession with Putin. Well, and Trump's then, like, whole platform was that America sucks. He did say, yeah, like everything was horrible. Everything uh, he said, unemployment was twenty percent, which would be like right, yeah, terrible because that would be like roving gangs on the street. Right, like, you wouldn't be able to go to places without being robbed anywhere. It'd be like total chaos. No, like, but then, like, you see stuff like this, and obviously it's, like, a personal thing, but it's just odd that, like, Republican congressman is yeah. having an affair. Now, she's not exactly an ISIS member. She's just someone who was married to an ISIS member, right? it, Exactly, yeah. So it's really no big deal if you think about it. <laughs> no, it's not. It just sounds funny. I guess it's more, well, one, the word ISIS is connected, and yeah. the Republicans have been incredibly, literally everything... Every boogeyman for the past couple of years has involved ISIS. They'll right. like ISIS was somehow used in the remember when they used the the caravan that was coming from Mexico. Yeah, and, and they basically said that 
they were sneaking ISIS members into this slow moving caravan. It was yeah. like so stupid. It was crazy how after that election ended, the caravan just kind of went away. So it's, weird. It is weird. This guy, apparently, he came in, Van Taylor, came in as a Tea Party guy. Oh, I um, and was like a crazy conservative, like a, like an awful Tea Party. But over the last couple of years, kind of drifted to what you would think a moderate would be in that he was for the January 6th committee. All that uh, ISIS. Uh... He, he voted in favor of the Juneteenth holiday here in Texas. Wow, crazy. Uh, you know, it was, it was like some reasonable positions. You know, we, As a he, flaming liberal, Jesus Christ. Well, he was, he was, um, he was, he, he was living in the Overton window of 2018, you know, like 2018, more like 1987. 1987. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, he's gone now. I mean, he's I gone. I just think, yeah, the ISIS thing is kind of funny. The thing I probably did about it was probably the uh, old language that you said. Yeah, the text. I sent you the text. I sent a copy of the text to you. And oh, all, right after it, I was like, I shouldn't have sent that. It's like pretty graphic. It was like, this oh, is like real graphic. Um, well, I don't know how to read, so it all works out. <laughs> hey, this just came in. Uh, yeah. One, uh, trending topics on uh, Twitter. All right. Well, it's not there. Oh, I stand with Putin. Oh That's weird. God. Yeah, let's see who the. Every time I see these, though, it'll be like people like attacking. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, I see it. I stand with Putin. Yeah. Oh, they always bring up a good point. And say it's funny how I stand with Putin has become trending in the United States <laughs> in the middle of the night. It is. It's that was always like that was always the theory about like Russian troll farms, yeah. and bots, and everything. Is that like you wake up in the morning the next day to seeing all of this stuff? Yeah. Usually. Like yeah. it's produced in the middle of the night. Um, and then this one's interesting. Let me see if it's still there. Justin, Donald Trump advisor, John Eastman's emails may have evidence of at least three crimes the former president and his associate committed the House January 6th committee. Yeah, that was an interesting story that came out that I read about first right before you and I started recording tonight, the, the January 6th committee basically said, John Eastman said, I'm claiming privilege. And the January 6th committee said, you can't claim privilege on this because you were conspiring with Trump to commit a crime. And you can't claim privilege when you're committing a crime. Uh, I don't know. That's, that seems like pretty big news. I, I, I am done getting Charlie Browned and footballed with Lucy with these people. So I'm, I'm never going to believe Trump's in trouble until I see him in handcuffs. Yeah, exactly. Until he's like, there's a freaking wanted, like, uh, yeah, like his photos. See him at the post office. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, it, and I also wondered briefly if like Biden didn't say anything about this stuff in the state of the union, because he knew that they were in the process of like putting some pieces together, you know, but, uh, Eastman got that news today. The January 6th started talking more directly about Trump committing crimes today. And then one of the Oath Keepers, like Roger Stone's bodyguard, um, uh, pled guilty to seditious conspiracy <laughs> like about four or five hours ago. So how's Roger Stone on jail? 
That's a crazy. How's Al Jones on jail? These motherfuckers are like Roger Stone got pardoned. Yeah, but not for, for something else, not for this. Yeah, that party doesn't protect him from this. No, they should be going after him for something else. But. I mean, I'm assuming if they got that guy, they're probably going to get info on more so. Roger Stone. But yeah, that guy, guy should be rotting in prison. Alex Jones should be rotting in prison. They should. Oh yeah, run. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if there was anything else. Uh, well, we covered. Well, we covered the Texas thing. We covered yep. the uh, Van Taylor. The, the yep. Sanders. We talked about that. Um, yeah, I don't know if there was anything else. I mean, no more. We don't need to talk about Mogo and Bobo anymore. No, yeah. Did you see that drawing I did of them? Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, it reminded me a little of the um, uh, the, the um. Uh, what is that? Uh, Hideous troll. The total recall monster. The, the one I was definitely going yeah. for a little bit of a quato. Uh, yep. Basically, I drew. If you go on my uh, Instagram or Twitter, it's Rob Bruce Roller, and I posted a drawing of uh, Marshall Taylor Green and, and Lauren Bobert. Except like Marshall Taylor Green's like this big weird mutant, like kind of like a fucked up like Attack on Titan giant three toed troll doll sloth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But growing out of her neck is a, or her shovel, I don't know, or like where her head meets her. Like a malignant type of deal. Like, like a malignant, not in the back of her head or like that, but kind of like, a, just like growing out of the side of her neck is uh, Warren Bobert. I decided, yeah. originally I was going to make him into like a two-headed monster, but then I was like, this is funnier. I could just picture like Bobert kind of being more like a. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a parasitic twin or something. Parasitic twin. She's growing <laughs> out on the side of her. She's already pretty hideous to begin with, and uh, and that's and that name is Mogo Bobo, <laughs> Mo, or or Marjorie Lauren Taylor Green Bobert, or Marjorie Lauren Taylor Bobert Green. Yeah, yeah. that'll work. Yeah, that. <laughs> very fast. I like Mogo Bobo better because yeah. it sounds funnier. It does. It also Bobo. sounds like a, a food that might poison you. People call, I've been calling Lauren Bobert Bobo, yeah. <laughs> which I think is really funny because I don't think that's Bobo is, sounds like a dumb, a dumb dog. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see the movie Walk Like a Man starring Howie Mandel? I feel like I might talk no, about No, no. I uh, saw this, the classic 80s comedy. No. I don't think so. Well, now it was made in the 80s, and I'm sure and it looks like anything in the 80s, it aged like a fine wine. Sure. He's <laughs> a guy who was raised by wolves. Literally raised by wolves. Oh, I remember this. There's like and a scene they, where he's scratching, like he's got fleas or something. Yeah, yeah. I think dog. I may have seen this. Yeah. There's a part, and his name was Bobo. And there's a part when he's in the men's room. And he's in the room with the other guy and uh, uh, Warning. Uh, yeah. He's movie Warning. Right, right. Goes, what are you, some kind of homo? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes, I'm not a homo. I'm a bobo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if that joke aged well or not. <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah. funny. That, that's the kind of, you know what? Cancel culture is taken away. Such treasures. Uh, do you remember the did we tell what was last week Louis C.K. Uh Louis yeah. 
going, headlining a comedy club in the Ukraine. That the day of like the invasion. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I supposedly the story's true, but he did not perform. Yeah, I heard the story is definitely true. My favorite was a tweet where someone said that he's going to recreate the tenement square guy in front of a tank moment, but instead he'll be masturbating in front of the tank. Somebody like, <laughs> this is fucked up. There's a tree going around like a person like burned to death. Like, oh, Jesus. Like, yeah. But like, it looked like the guy was holding his dick. <laughs> and it's like it was Louis C.K. He got caught in a bombing. That's a, like the leftover, and it's like so. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing is just super weird. I just let one person tweeted something like all the list of like Eastern European countries that he was going to, and it was like un. Like yeah. you cancel culture doesn't work. Oh yeah, you thought I was canceled? Guess what I'm playing at? Borisko, <laughs> Boris Flotsky, Shlansky. Playing at Doom Palace in Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doom. Yeah, I'm playing at Victor Von Doom's Palace, Red Skull's Palace, all yeah. the, all the oh. Marvel supervillains' palaces. Castle Grayskull. Castle, Castle Grayskull, Mumra from the Thundercats, wherever the hell he lives. Yep, yeah. The 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 place where Krang lives, <laughs> Rita Repulse's volcano planet. Yep. Rita- the uh, Legion of Doom, that, that like... That yeah, thing. that little... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm trying to think of any others that are funny. Uh, Darth Vader's castle that we made. Oh, yeah. Rogue One. The trash heap behind Fraggle Rock. Oh, yeah, I don't think the trash heap would put up like that. <laughs> Listen here, I stand the line when it comes to masturbating in public. I'm the trashy. Yeah. <laughs> I may be called the trashy, but you, sir, who is trash? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the trash he says yeah remember those things yeah god it yeah works. oh so you know it's funny i said the trash heap i had forgotten briefly that the trash heap was like a sentient being i just meant where the gorgs lived i just meant no the- no trashy yeah the trashy was like a wise right yeah trash. and the best thing about the trash it had boobs right <laughs> which was really weird it's like the tree in the last unicorn it's like the tree i don't remember that movie Oh, well, that, that was like nightmare fuel. What? That was nightmare fuel. The cartoon, the last unicorn. Yeah, that was terrifying. Uh, like, how old were you when it came out? Like thirty? Yeah, no, I was a young kid. Uh, I don't. When did that come out? Uh, I'll bet you that came out in seventy-two. Uh, really? That old? No. Uh, oh, nineteen eighty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I must have been. I was like thirteen or something. <laughs> anyway, that was. That was that was very right, scary. Were simpler back then, you know. All you have to do is, uh... you know, what wasn't simple is my feelings about a tree with boobs. That was, a... <laughs> or about a, a trash a pile of trash with boobs. Right? Like, yeah, those were pretty complicated advice. feelings. Those were pretty, like, yeah, boober <laughs> was not allowed to go visit the trashy. Yeah. He got strange feelings. Yeah, his well, name was Boober. But yeah, they did have a, a Boober. Mowgli, Boober. Mowgli, Boober, Wembley. Gobo. Gobo. <laughs> Who was right. the yellow like one? That with Bobo. Oh, Wembley was the yellow one. And then Red. Red. Is Red she... was the pretty one, yeah. Was she? I guess. She was the sporty one. And then there was like the hippie. 
I forgot her name. She had like blue hair. Mokley like, or Moki? Maybe. And they totally, that friend stole that character and made her into Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah. Same person. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And Joey was basically Boober. I mean, like, if you think about it, <laughs> you know, Boober was like, that's he, he was the mopey one. Boober was yeah. the mopey, depressed one. He was like, I had uh, a, a band. Well, I had several bands. One of my early bands I had a song I was going to do. We never finished it, but it was about Boober. He did the laundry. <laughs> oh, that's right. He yeah. Did laundry for Fraggles and said that he washed the sins away of old Fraggles. <laughs> God. Well, that's why he was so depressed because he. <laughs> He knew all the shit. He was a sin eater. Yeah. He's like, when, when, he's like, Wimbley said something and Boob was like, hey, Wimbley, right. I know what you do at your socks. <laughs> Who wears one tube sock? <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't starch. Be a wine shirt wearing fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah Strong deep dive of the Fraggle Rock. Yeah. yeah. I think they brought it back. I think they did. I, I think it's come back. I don't, it's probably on HBO Max or something. Um, I uh, never liked the Uncle Traveling that part. That was always like, tack, it was weird because it was like tacked on. Um, well, it was an educational show, technically. Yeah. So they, yeah. they would go and they would have Uncle Traveling Matt, would it'd be his segment. So he was the Fraggle Rock that Fraggle that got out into the wild and everything would amaze them yeah and they i think they would have a couple of special episodes where uncle traveling matt came back to there were and he like somehow got messages back to them and like remember like the fraggles almost were almost always caught by like the human there's like a well the uh, dog would catch him yeah and the old man was who was He's like uh, a tinkerer or something yeah well he was uh uh he had uh it's probably the Unabomber. Severe onset dementia. <laughs> what? It's probably like the Unabomber or something. Yeah. Tinker. I always like the doozers I always thought was really. Oh, yeah. Well, it was all about like societies and how they interact with each other. So like the Fraggles had those giants that they would always like. Because outside the rock was the giants. Lifting. Yeah. And then the, and, and I always love when they get picked up through a little. But then in the Fraggle Rock itself, the Doozers they were there, and they right. were just built. They were just little guys, and they'd be building shit all the time. And, and the Fraggles the would build their buildings. Yeah, well, the Fraggles would eat the the because the, there was like two flavors or something. Yeah, they would eat the construction. And then there was one episode where I think it was Red or Moki or what. One of them was like, "You can't Doobie. eat. Yeah, Doobie. you can't. You can't Doobie. eat the, the Doozers." <laughs> buildings anymore it's mean but then that like disrupted the ecosystem and it was like kind of like a weird little ecology lesson <laughs> yeah those deers will get out of control well it was basically like an argument to like eat deer or something it was really kind of uh, grim if you think about it it's a very complex show yes anyway <laughs> complex than anything that we talked about tonight well i guess we did right. talk about it because we talked about fraggle rock true that was a bonus for you guys. Yeah, you there you go. Like, I, you, you might be losing a week, but you gained a Fraggle Rock discussion. Good yeah. 20, 30, 40. I don't know how long it is. You know, when I start talking about Fraggle Rock, I get sucked down a wormhole. Time flies. I nothing. Like right now, <laughs> holy shit, it's 3 a.m. 
start talking about the trashy's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, that that'll be it for I can I just bring up one thing yeah. about Fraggle Rock last thing. I always this is when I was a kid, I always thought about it like this is kind of dumb shit I would think about. There was like size comparisons. Yeah. Star Wars always blew my mind. Right, right. Fucking big is that shit really? Yeah. You know? So I like Force Awakens. It kind of gave you like a real idea. Like, holy shit, let's start a stories with huge. Massive. Um, massive, right. How big were those giants in comparison to a human? That's a good point. Because like fraggles were like, if we're like five to six to seven feet, yeah. fraggles were like a little bit over a foot tall. But when they would go to the giant world, they would get picked up by the giants and the giants would be like they would also be like the size of their hands yeah so were fraggles that big compared to humans they were like puppet size like i thought they were smaller i thought the fraggle i thought the giants and the humans were about the same size no 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 the giants would probably be like 20 feet tall or something oh wow yeah, like they would, we would be little there, but they never. I always wanted them to do an episode. Yeah, like the humans or the giant, and they would have a good. But nope, never got to do that. Probably budgetary concerns. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. Probably a union thing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You know that's the problem with unions. It's, totally right. it's been humans interacting with Junior and the, and the king, yeah. and his wife. I had a friend back in school who looked like that guy. The king? No, not the king. The kid. The, <laughs> the one who was like, "Ooh, fraggles!" Yeah, Junior Gorg. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there was a guy down the street from me. He looked just like him. Huh? He, I thought he was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> he got he got so much. He got laid <laughs> so much. Like, holy shit! It's the guy. From <laughs> <laughs> you know, you they him. call that a panty dropper. Back in the movie. <laughs> all the girls are crazy he looks like junior gorg well let me just slide on out of these let me just (laughs) yeah i'm sure (laughs) that's like spanish fly yes exactly (laughs) all right well that's a good way to get out that is a good way to end it good way to end it okay so like I said, I'm going to be moving. I'm going to be staying yeah. behind Texas. Uh, it's going to be uh, it, it's it's going to be weird, you know. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be it'll be uh, moving is always a whole complex mix of feelings, but um, it's good. It's good to change change scenery, you know. Yeah, yeah. I and I get to be closer to Lauren Bobert. Yes, finally, <laughs> some real representation in Washington. Fine, yeah, some real, you know. <laughs> No more having to rely on your congressman juggling time between his legislative duties and his ISIS bride lover. <laughs> what, what, what part of Texas? Was He's like in? from Plano. He's like down oh, the that's road. Right. He's like, yeah, that's literally like 30, 40 minutes away from yeah. That's funny. And his ISIS bride. I know what if he read that, though, I'm like, wait, is she an ISIS or clearly her husband? Hey, you know what? Reason. Listen, love sometimes cannot decide. If if you get past ISIS bride 
and into the nuance behind it, you've already lost. You've already no, no. Like, right, right. It, 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 the headline "ISIS Bride" it should be enough. Yeah, to make it. yeah, should be enough to do in a Republican, but that it seems like nothing matters anymore. Right. It's like after you hear "Dead Hooker" or "Live Boy," even if there's a but after it, it's like no, people stop listening. You know, yeah. if they if they found you with a dead hooker, or like I said, boy, Matt Gates like, is still around. That's true. Teflon. <laughs> Teflon. Teflon Gates. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. Are you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you. And have a great day.